Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Catherine, and today I'm going to talk about Genesis chapter thirty-four. So this is an account of、um, Dinah, the daughter of Leah and Jacob, who went out to visit the women of the land. So they are in Canaan,、um, in the city of Shechem, and Shechem's son of Hamor, the Hivite, the ruler of that area. Saw her, he took her and raped her. This was written really quickly, and、um, but it shows a sequence of actions where、um, the the where Shechem saw her, and he liked her, so he took her because he is the son of the ruler of the area. So technically, he's like a prince, and he、uh, and then he took her and raped her, meaning. He didn't get her consent. He just went forward with the sexual act, and so even though it says his heart was drawn to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, he loved the young woman and spoke tenderly of her. We don't really know、um, the girl's reaction in this entire account, and this entire account seems to be missing、uh, God's action, and I think it's mostly because it's we can see it's all human. Decision in this chapter, so、uh, God is silent,、um, not because He's not just, but in this account, nobody really cared about what God thinks. Hey,、okay, and Shechem said to his father Hamor, "Give me this girl as my wife." Well, the funny thing about Hamor, this name it actually means donkey. So apparently, this is not a very、um, wise man. Okay, so.、Uh, When Jacob heard that his daughter Dinah was had been defiled, his sons were in the fields with his livestock, so he did nothing about it until they came home. And then Shechem's father Hamor went out to talk with Jacob. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons had come in from the fields as soon as they heard about what happened. They were shocked and furious because Shechem had done an outrageous thing in Israel by sleeping with Jacob's daughter.、Um, This is actually a nice way of saying it. He's basically raped her, and the thing that should not be done. So Hamor said to them, "My son Shechem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us. Give us your daughters and take our daughters for yourselves. You can settle among us. The land is open to you. Live in it, trade in it, and acquire property in it. And it's really not." It's really God's command for them not to、uh, intermarry with the people of the land, but somehow,、um, how we we don't really see Jacob's reaction in this. It's、um, Hamor who is offer offering to、um, kind of deescalate the situation by offering some briberies to for him to get the girl to be his daughter-in-law. So the Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, "Let me find favor in your eyes, and I will give you whatever you ask. Make the price for the bride and the gift I am to bring as great as you like, and I'll pay whatever you ask me. Only give me the young woman as my wife." And so,、um, I'm gonna stop here for a while because if you look at it from when we already see Jacob's reaction, he he. He was, I'm sure he was sad. But then,、um, from a parent's point of view, and on 
from a very traditional parent point of view, he probably thinks this is a good marriage proposal because one, um, she's already been defiled, and they're um from their viewpoint. Two, um, even though God commanded them not to intermarry, Shechem and um Hamor still the ruler of the land. So it's really not a bad marriage if you think about it in terms of um, power and poverty and finance. However, I'm pretty sure Jacob is not that heartless, so he didn't really say anything. And we don't know if the girl's willing to be married to um, the rapist, so to her rapist. So it's not... We don't know the emotional side of things. Okay, so, okay, let's go on. Um, verse 13. Because their sister did not have been defiled, Jacob's sons replied deceitfully as they spoke to Shechem and his father Hamor. They said to them, we can't do such a thing. We can't give our sister to a man who is not circumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. We will enter into an agreement with you on one condition only, that you become like us by circumcising all your males. Then we will give you our daughters and take your daughters for ourselves. We'll settle among you and become one people with you. But if you will not agree to be circumcised, we'll take our sister and go. So we get the feeling that Dinah's actually not at home. She's still at uh, Hamor's place. So the... It's she has not been given back to her family yet, and um, this also seems to be the tradition of the land, as we still kind of see some of these um, practices being done in the Middle East and some parts of Asia as well. So we know that they're going to do something bad, as we know this is only. It's only a ruse to um, the people of the land, okay? And the brothers didn't really sincerely wanted to have this marriage. And they are also not following the command that not to intermarry with people of Canaan. So verse 18, their proposal seemed good to Hamor and his son Shechem. And the young man who was the most honored of all his father's family lost no time in doing what they said because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the gate of their city to speak to the men of their city. These men are friendly toward us, they said. Let them live in our land and trade in it. The land has plenty of room for them. We can marry their daughters and they can marry ours. But the men will agree to live with us as swine people only on the condition that our males be circumcised as they themselves are. Won't their livestock, their property, and all their other animals become ours? So let us agree to their terms, and they will settle among us. So they, Hamor didn't really suspect anything, any suspicions going on um, from the way he said things. And all the men who went out of the city gate agreed with Hamor and his son Shechem, and every male in the city was circumcised. Three days later, while all of them were still in pain, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, 
Okay, so these two have the same mother and father. Okay, so they will obviously be more angry and more rage compared to other half brothers. So, took their swords and attacked the unsuspecting city, killing every male. They put Hamor and his son Shechem to the sword, and took Dinar from Shechem's house and left. The sons of Jacob came upon the dead bodies and looted the city where their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and everything else in their city and out in the fields. They carry off all their wealth and all their women and children, taking as plunder everything in the houses. So this became a killing rampage. It's coming from <clears throat> just a rape, and even though what Shechem did was bad, obviously, but what the sons did were even worse because they kill off people who are innocent in this case, and carry off with their every all. The possessions from the city. So then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, "You have brought trouble on me by making me obnoxious to the Canaanites and Perizzites, the people living in this land. We're few in number, and if they join forces against us, against me and attack me, I and my household will be destroyed." So we see Jacob talking here, and I suspect his silence from before was probably what I was. Saying as well, like from a parent's point of view, this is not a bad marriage proposal, even though it shouldn't begin with a rape. And but they replied, should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? So the brothers justify themselves by saying they shouldn't have Shechem shouldn't have done the rape in the first place. Um, but what they did, uh, in retaliation and in revenge, were pretty heinous as well. So, in this chapter, I don't see God mentioned anywhere, and because the whole situation is not just, doesn't matter from which side. Some um some people write about this story, which I researched online, and said, um, it was just for the brothers to kill off the people, and I don't agree with that. I think a life is a life, and especially innocent lives should not be involved in this case. And this also comes down to the fact that when we fight,、um, whether we're Christians or not,、um, if we fight to the end and we re- disregard of、um, everything else and the people around us, we just want our own revenge. God is not involved in this in the situation. And he is rightly so because he does not want to see people hurt、um, to such an extent. So,、uh, thanks for listening, and I hope in this chapter we learn something、uh, about conflict situations and、um, ways to not do what the brothers did in this case. Okay, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.